Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs Cats, and I am Steve Migs, and I'm here with the Reverend Infuego. Hi! Glenn Cannon, everybody! Hey there! Among the living. You survived! Uh, For those that don't know, because you weren't in the studio, but last week on the Migs Cast, right at the very end when we were wrapping things up... Oh, yeah! yeah. Glenn nearly died. But (laughs) I I literally, uh, I just, I I basically, I, I developed a fever during the show. Yep. And then my throat started swelling. And we shut. had no cowbell. Yeah, and so I, I just we were towards the end True. of the show. That's why if you listen to last week's show, I'm, I get very brief towards the end. What's yeah, going yeah. on, Glenn? Nothing. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Nothing left. And finally, I got to a point where I was like, I can't just swallow. Rain out of the room. Well, yeah, because it, it got to a point where I couldn't swallow, and it got to the point where like my anxiety was beginning to trigger. Like oh, I no, can't yeah. swallow, and I was like palming the desk, and finally I was like, I'm gonna die. Damn I'm it. Gonna die. I'm gonna and die. And it's weird because I just typically... went to the sink and started chugging water, and I felt super. Super bad, like if I could have hung oh, out another yeah. six minutes, but no, I mean, that's just the usual thing that happens when Caesar's in a room. I, that's why it didn't seem <laughs> weird that you just got up and ran oh, off. Dude, there were was, so uh... many people here, it was just like, well, I think maybe Glenn's just tired of all these people in this room. Peace I mean, out. I was oh, ready to walk man. out the minute Caesar came in. <laughs> I love you, Caesar. I felt really bad. I got talked to all those guys afterwards. I'm like, I'm really sorry, man. I started running a fever, I can't swallow. And man, then I lost Tuesday and Wednesday. I, I thought I was, I thought, I thought was all... yeah, you were like, you said nah, you were man. better coming back I had from. Uh, Round two, total know, round dude. two. Fever for a couple days. My throat, like I said, my throat almost swelled. I was sitting here and I, I could no longer swallow my own saliva. Damn. So that's that's why I was like, uh, and I finally was like, I need water. I can't take it. I gotta. And it was a bummer because then you missed out on the glorious sun show that happened on Wednesday night. I know. Which, oh. which I'm still recovering from, not because I got sick, but because they, they fed shots into me after the show. And yeah, how was that? Well, well it was I, great. The moment I when I look at my wife and I go, you're driving us home tonight. I saw some good photos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, truly, like, I showed up that morning and Castle was, like, all set for glorious suns. And I'm like, right on, man. Yeah. After the show, I go and I have my both my leathers on mm-hmm. and my arms crossed because I'm shivering. Yeah. And, and I was like, so about the show, and he's like, dude. And I'm like, not going to happen. I was like, I'll hit you up tonight and let you know how I'm doing, because it was the next day. And yeah. let me guess, you never did. Oh, no, no, no. I texted him around oh. 8 o'clock Tuesday night and went, Ryan, there's no way. Oh, okay. I was and he like, was like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I was really looking forward to Well, they're coming back that. in July. They're opening up for the Struts, which is going to be a really cool show to go check cool. out at the Showbox. So we'll have to make okay. sure we make it happen. Make sure I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Start taking that vitamin C now so you'll yeah. be ready to go. Yeah, get, get that vitamin emergency. B injection. You yeah, get that emergency. It was a blast, though, because it was at the Tractor Tavern, which was sold out. So I think the capacity there is like right under 400. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of like my wife and I were talking about this band is playing big venues like Paramount or bigger in Canada. 
That's how popular they are. That's how it works. And then they come to the States, and, they, and it's cool for us because then we get to see them in a venue that holds 400 people, like yep. the Tractor Timid. Tavern. I bet it was ripping, though. Bro, yeah. there were so many Canadians there. <laughs> and you could, because I mean, hey, I kept hearing, you walk by hey. someone and go, oh, sorry. 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 Oh, sorry. Sorry. And everyone's really nice, but has no concept of personal space. I don't mean this to be very nationalistic, but I don't know what's going on in Canada. But when they get drunk, they lean on you. Really? When we went to oh. see them in, at the Commodore and then at the that. Tractor. There was an old guy almost puked on my wife. He was just no! like, he's leaning on her. He's probably 70 years old and he's rocking out. But the alcohol hit him a little too hard. And my wife's like, I, I'm annoyed, but he's so pleasantly polite, even though he's Can annoyingly you reach in the drunk. you and get my glycerin packets? He's like, <laughs> put, that, put that under my tongue, honey. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to touch your Timbits. Sorry. <laughs> but man, it was cool because uh, right before they went up on stage, um, the people that work for the Glorious Sons are like, do you want to do the stage intro? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I do. And my wife was proud. I only dropped the F-bomb twice, which is rare. <laughs> like The first thing she said when I got up the stage was, wow, you didn't curse as much as you usually do. And here's the great part. So there's a Glorious Sons fan page out there on Facebook, and somebody Facebook lived my stage introduction. Nice. And then someone found out that they're like, hey, dude, your video is up. Because I was like, man, that was a really fun stage intro. I felt good about it. I had people from Canada coming up to me before the band took the stage to take pictures with me because of the stage introduction. They were so, like... Appreciative that I love their band. Oh, that's cool. That's Which was cool. Nice. So, yeah, that's really cool. So then eventually a few of them found me on Facebook, started friend requesting me. So now I'm like like the 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 one degree of separation between them and the glorious sons, which is kind of <laughs> funny, but they're super nice people. And um, in fact, um, it's uh, Jeremy. He posted it, so I want to give a shout out to him and Davey as well. A couple of nice guys that I met at the Glorious Sun That's Show. That's killer, man. Uh, I, I have the audio of my stage intro, so you guys could hear me not cursing. Rev, are you all set? To yeah, you? I'm ready. <laughs> so this is gonna be my fifth time seeing the Glorious Sons. <laughs> as we were driving in, my wife even said to me, "She's like." They are easily my favorite band. And I looked at her, I'm like, you're absolutely f- right. <laughs> no, I made that up. My wife hates the band. And, no, I'm kidding. That was a true story. Because I was like, what the hell am I going to say? Like, oh boy. And I like, when I do a stage intro, I've done it with window paint. I like to come from the heart and get people excited about seeing this band as opposed to just trying to like be Mr. Funny Pants or, yeah. or just rambling about nothing or just trying to like stroke my own ego, although I do in a little bit. Uh, but you know, I want to I get people pumped up for that band because yeah. it's, 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 and for me, it's like my favorite band. And I'm going to introduce them. I want to make a moment. So here we go. This is a dorky request, but I hope you guys can go with me on this one. If somebody in the back can pull out their phone, take a picture, let's get all our hands up. It's not often That's cool. that I get to be on stage right before my favorite band comes up and rocks our faces off. So let's get our noise, let's get our drinks up, let's make some noise, everybody. Nice. So hopefully the universe will figure it out and get me that picture. I know Facebook shut down, which is great. Instagram's not working, which is awesome. See topical stuff right there. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was the, the great the Facebook crash or social media meltdown. Yeah. yeah. But someone tweeted at me instantly. I was like, yeah, I got the picture. Nice. I forgot to ask someone to take the picture. So I'm up on stage brainstorming this crap. Right. But tonight we're just going to enjoy some music, right? Yeah. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If someone asked me, what is it about music that you love? I would just hand them the Glorious Sun Records. Oh, because this is everything that is right with music. So let's celebrate the music of the Glorious Suns. They'll be out in a couple of minutes. Thank you guys for coming out and selling out the Tractor Tavern.
a good crowd, too, that man. Bad. Dude, that crowd was looking to have a good time. Nice. And lean on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was awesome, dude. And even uh, their manager came up afterwards appreciative, and he's like, it was one of the coolest things. Like, I felt like a groupie, you know, like when those moments when <laughs> someone that's a part of the band comes over and like hands you the backstage fetch goes, don't go anywhere after the show, but I'm not hot. They were I'm not grouping out on you though, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the manager comes over and goes, don't leave when the show's over. And then goes over to the security guy because yeah, we were right by where the security rad. guy was. He goes, those two right there, my wife and I, it's like, those two are cool. Yeah. Don't kick them out when this is over. Which, <laughs> and the security guy was awesome. Like we were bonding over pistachio nuts, which is very odd, but he that was eating pistachio nuts and I, I knocked over his cup and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, no, it's just the empty shells. I'm like, oh, good, because I know how expensive pistachio nuts are. <laughs> right? And he yeah. just started laughing. He's like, yeah, they are. <laughs> I was like, I would have been pissed at myself if I would have knocked over pistachio nuts. I love nuts. this green rock and roll moment. You know, he right? didn't spill his Budweiser. He didn't spill his glass of whiskey. Didn't knock his syringe out of no, his hand. No, he knocked his security guard. Yeah, it's he's like got, a yeah. super green, healthy, like, oh, dude, I, I didn't mean to knock over your wedge salad you know, at this rock show. So, dude, the show ends, and so then we go back there, and and instantly, the manager is holding like a tray of shots for the band. Oh, and they're all like, go. and the singer and the guitarist are like, Steve, they're so happy to see me. Like, shot? I'm like, yes, it's okay. Wednesday night. It's 11 p.m. This is exactly what I should do when I have to work tomorrow in a few hours. <laughs> just, just come straight to like, the station and yeah, sleep. Dude. Very few hours then at another, that point. Another person of the group comes over with more shots and just tequila, and they're like, shots? Oof. I'm like, I can't say no. This is an opportunity, and my wife's not drinking. So I looked at her, and I had the next shot. I'm like, you're getting us home, right? And she's like, that's you're fine. driving. She's like, that's totally fine. Because like, she was loving it. That's her favorite band, and we're both just that's cool. being treated like peers. It wasn't anything yeah. awkward. Those guys just want to have anyone hang around with them. Then at some point, the singer Brett comes running through, screaming at the top of his lungs because he's been drinking. Mm -hmm. And you look at his face, and the picture's up on my Instagram and elsewhere. You could see it if you like zoom in. He's got these black lines from a Sharpie. He painted whiskers on his face because, you know, that's just what you do. Oh. <laughs> and he's Cat hugging man. me and he's like, are you going to hang out with us? I'm like, no, I got to go home some point. <laughs> Next time we come, are you going to hang out with us? I'm like, I promise. He's like, cool. And I was just like, this is such a cool experience. Like, they, they were the nicest guys. That's awesome. The bassist all of a sudden puts on goggles while we're backstage. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He's got a little mini drone. And now he's flying the drone around in the tractor tavern chasing people as they're leaving. <laughs> he's got the video camera and he's in the That's back just having a blast funny. with it, dude. These guys are just like the most chill people. Of course, I got nerdy with the drummer. I'm like, dude, your, your set's sick. It's like it's a custom kit from Canada. And it was like really nice and cool. And what size kick? He's like 24. I'm like, That's right, 24 for life. <laughs> But the opening act was this woman by the name of J.J. Wild, and she had a backing band. And I grabbed one of her songs. I just want to give her a shout out. Dude, you would have loved her. Cool stuff. Just bluesy. Oh, that's she's, right up my alley. She's made, And we meet her, and I'm like, you know, you watch someone on stage, and you like, their, their music is not like serious, like ha ha serious, but like you can tell it's from the heart. There's nothing joking about what she's doing. Like there, there's passion to it. So you just assume once you meet this person, you get a little nervous, like, oh, they're going to be too artsy. Presumptuous and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, hey, it's, your set was great. I love the Kings of Leon cover. It's like, oh my God, I love that band. I'm like, well, I hope so. You played them. And then she's like, I have this lime and I don't know why. And she's holding a lime and she's drunk. And I'm just like, what in the... Like a full lime or just like a slice? <laughs> full lime. Just a full lime. I would understand a slice. Gotta I get her don't the understand the that full... guy together, man. I don't understand <laughs> the full lime. Team. I don't understand <laughs> it either, Rev. And then later on, she's like, I got a drink and I needed a 
lime and Jay just bit a chunk out of that lime I threw at him and put it in my drink. It's awesome. I'm like, you guys, Canadian rock bands, I can't wait they to go to a party. I can't wait to go to Canada. Yeah. It yeah. seems like it's just going to be It's going to be okay. Yeah. So uh, here's a little sample though. So now you've got that image of what she's like behind yeah. the scenes. And this is her music. This is a song called Wired, which is available now. I think the record's going to be pretty killer. What's her name again? J.J. Wild, W-I-L-D-E. One song's only available. Uh, they sent me, though, the EP, like a little advanced so I could hear Ooh. it. Ooh. I know. It's, I, I don't know. Would I get in trouble if I play a sample of one of the other songs? What do you think? Uh, you, I mean, do you, I risk it? Talk over it or yeah. not? Yeah. You're good with the band. And I mean, so I, maybe yeah, I won't like, do it. That would, okay, yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't do that. You know, that would just be, oh, I accidentally hit play. Oh. You're listening to The Mixcast with Steve May. The Mixcast. This song stopped me in my tracks. Just the the energy of it. It's called State of Mind. Kicks in just so people get it. Mix, mix. We're, we're only babbling to make sure no one can rip this and get yes. Steve in trouble. Yeah, right. Stuff, JJ yeah. Wild. Yeah. Be on the lookout for her. I think that the future is very bright for her. Very young talent. And apparently, the Gloria Suns just fell in love with her music. I and, can see why. And said, you need to come on tour with us. We'll put you in contact with our management. Nice. Got her signed. Wow. Like, the whole backstory is pretty cool. It's always like we talked about with the Steel Panther guys that they liked our music so much that they invited us to go on and play three nights in Vancouver with them. I always love hearing those stories because I always look back at, you know, when Peter Parker was a band and the guys in Harvey Danger really took a liking to us, especially the bassist who's unfortunately no longer with us, Aaron Huffman. Oh, wow. And he paid for the recording of our first record and also paid wow. to have it pressed. Wow. God, made, that's killer. He made up his own record label and used his major label advance money to basically fund our band so that we'd have an opportunity to get our music out because we we couldn't afford it. I was struggling. We were all struggling. Yeah. And he was in a, a very uh, beneficial position right now at that time because the band was just blowing up. And 
and put his money where his mouth was. He believed in music and believed in us and gave us an opportunity. So when I see these stories, it always yeah. makes me think of Aaron. And I was thinking about him last night because for some reason I was just listening to Harvey Danger and I was like, gosh, I miss that dude. Like that's so it's kind of cool when you hear those stories of bands falling in love with other bands and doing whatever they can to help those bands. Yeah, I'll be excited to amazing. get that EP once it goes out. Yes. Like, I hope it goes right on Apple Music and you can snag it right away. Well, the song Wired, the first song we played, is on Apple Music right is now. It? Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to grab it then. And I hope that she's... I, t- I, I mean, granted, she was drunk and had some limes in her hands, but I was like, <laughs> As hey, one does. Right. Yeah. As one does. <laughs> I was like, hey, you need to come back to Seattle. And she's like, I can't wait. I love this place. This has been such, such a great experience for me. And it was our first time in Seattle, so... If she comes in, it's like around the time of a mix cast. It'd be kind of cool to get her in studio and hang out and do some songs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So that was my exciting week or one night as a big Glorious Sons fan to be able to then party with them after the show. And, you know, they always say don't meet the people that you're fans of. And that couldn't be further from the truth with those guys. And it was fun for my wife, too, because that's she's like, I've never been this obsessed with a band. Like she as, as well as I, we'd never stop listening to them, whether it be at the gym, driving around in the house taking a shower that's their music is on every day at least a couple times wow like a couple songs are being played daily uh in our household so that's how much we love them so for her to have this band almost on the same level as like a justin timberlake because mm-hmm. that's her guy oh okay. so okay. to be able to yeah, hang yeah, out yeah, back yeah. there and they weren't they weren't like jerks to us they didn't even make us feel like we were outsiders when we took the picture, Jay, the guitarist, was so wasted he was leaning on her. So while we're taking the picture, I hear my wife go, you're squishing me. <laughs> he's leaning on her for Help dear life. <laughs> and the picture's great because as the picture was taken, he's blowing smoke out of a cigar. And it's just like this cloud of smoke over That's his face. Cool. And he's got a shot of tequila in his hand and he's leaning on my wife. It was hilarious. Rock star life That's right there. Awesome. So I know uh, before we do anything, Glenn, I just saw this on your Facebook page. You got a show coming up to, uh, on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go play um, the Parliament over in West Seattle, which is a, a cool little club. Um, I'm just going to do an acoustic set, but I'm going to have Lance McKay, who's the keyboard player in my project, join me, and we're going to play a bunch of the stuff on the record, kind of for the first time ever live. Nice. So that'll be cool. Um, what time are you going on? I'm on at nine. I'm opening the whole thing up. Uh, then after us is Double Cross Committee. That's a Jay's really band. cool band. Yeah, Jay from Late September Dogs, man. Yep. They're mm-hmm. they're ripping. And then uh, Garrett Whitney and the Outlaw Gruntree Band. I always got to make sure I say that, Gruntree. I, I, What's a Gruntree? I don't know, and I should <laughs> ask you, But um, they're a killer. Just kind of acoustic, country-ish, rock and roll. It's really cool stuff. And they had hit me up months back and said, hey, would you come do an unplug set and open this up? I'm like, oh, man, I'd love to. I've been to the parliament in a minute. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's Friday night, man. Uh, it's actually the first time... Uh, I'll have, have been on stage since the Brody CD release, now that I Damn. think of it. Wow. So, so yeah, Lance and I are going to get together, and, and we're going to do we're gonna try some neat stuff uh, at the show that I've never heard anyone do. Not uh, like, as we're going to do, we're going to oh, play gonna, a guitar with a line. Yeah, which, <laughs> which makes a unique rhythmic and thumping sound, <laughs> and is great to chase a shot with. But uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try some two covers. The rest of it's going to be all original, but there's going to be two covers um, in particular from Radiohead that we're going to... I was like, you down to try this? And he's like, dude, I would love to try that. Can, you, uh, <laughs> for, can you tell us what Radiohead We're going to open the set with everything in its right, right place. Nice. So it's going to be him on basically you know, keys, and then dude. I'm going to be just thumping my guitar rhythmically and singing it, and hopefully that'll work. Um, oh, I've just bro. never seen anyone cover anything like that, and Lance is such a talent, and he and I share so much in common as far as influences go. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, what do you think of doing this? And he's like, oh, dude, I'm in. I'm like, oh, God, I love you. 
<laughs> you know, zero resistance. Yeah, just right? like, zero okay. arm twist. Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly. like you're trying to tell your band yeah. that you want to cover a Madonna like, song. Like, trust me, this is going to be cool. I don't know. I don't think so. You know, yeah. So, um, yeah, he and I are going to get together, you know, Wednesday night and just run through everything because he hasn't played any of the stuff even on the record since we were tracking a couple yep. weeks back. So. Were you out with the, yeah. the record right How's now? How's the progress? Finally finished. I finished As a backer, I'd like to have an state of the yeah, union address. Right? That's, that's what's going <laughs> you're, on. You're man. in a room full of backers? Yeah, I love Update, you guys please. for that. Um, yeah, love you guys for that. I finished uh, finished vocals uh, this past weekend, man. I'd gone out the weekend before, but I'd had that heinous voodoo. And so I knocked a couple real howlers out Friday night, because a lot of this stuff's really just bitching high energy rock and roll, but... In a different, it's not that super heavy, more modern thing that Windowpane does. It's definitely more of a, you know, Black Keys meets Jerry Cantrell on meth or something. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> I've been um, craving for that style. Yeah, yeah, you know, right? as yeah. one does, you know, but uh, big rock and bad teeth. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I really, really tore it up the Friday night and then went back out the Saturday. And there's one song where I'm pushing my high range almost into operatic. And that particular song is a really cool piece of music. It's nice. unlike anything anyone's ever heard me do before. Um, and uh, at that point, my high register was just gone. Yeah. I'd just gotten over being sick. So then Brett and I went through and did all the stuff that was kind of soft or low key. And I was like, yeah, I'll see you next week, man. Yeah, I need to <laughs> so, rest. Yep, came back out. Uh, so Saturday, went out and finished it Saturday. And then we went back Sunday and just listened down to anything and any weird little idea we had, we just threw it in the box. That's pretty cool. You know, Brett would be like, yeah, put like a super high soft falsetto behind that chorus. Like, okay. All right. And just throw it in there and it'll get used or not get used. But Yeah, you can uh, worry about that in the mixing, but you yeah. have it there to work with. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, all the ingredients are there and he's really, really excited. I, The more I've heard of it back, the more I, I think I said on a previous cast, like I thought I knew what I was setting out to create. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. That's so cool. And it really became something completely different. And the way we approached it, too, I wanted to make sure, especially after the excitement of the Brody mm-hmm. project, I wanted to make sure that it was borderline under-rehearsed. Everyone, do your job, write your part, learn the music. And we got together maybe six times yep. total. Twice. Keep that raw, fresh feel to it. And yeah. have that, you know, what it gave us is in the studio with this amazing sense of discovery. Mm-hmm. Like we were hearing this stuff back to ourselves for the first time and creating as we went. And so all that excitement and energy and electricity, because it hasn't been overthought and, mm-hmm. and picked apart and diagnosed, um, I think was captured in the recording. So as I'm hearing this stuff back, I've just been blown away. And, and Is that why you're calling the record my first erection? Yeah. <laughs> my, my first and final. I've, I've burst a blood vessel and this no longer works. You know? First to burst. I'm gonna, first to burst. That's right. I'll get those little pumpies installed. Little pumpies. Yeah. Oh, baby, He's I love you. He's a good rapper, little, little pumpies. pumpies. Yeah, I'm little pumpies. Yeah, baby, you want to do this? Hang on a second. What are you doing? It's just like my shoes, baby. Yeah, it's just like my Reebok. Dude, I can't wait to hear it, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I heard, like, obviously, the Facebook videos that you put up while you guys were tracking and that's no example of what a mix would be but gave me an idea of what the songs were and I was well, really I was grinning from ear to ear because it sounds dope that, well it was cool Satan, uh, Satan, that song Satan a Criminal made it up because Tommy played a bunch on that but it was yeah, stuck that, in my head for a while and that's always a good sign that song literally was it's, it's just two parts and very simple chords and a real simple lyric but I thought it was super hooky and I took it into the band, and God bless Jeff and Louie, they got it right away, and they threw this great kind of R&B, hip-hop groove to it. Jeff wrote this amazing R&B-flavored bass line. I'm like, oh, God, I love you. You get it. 
And I, there was so little going on in guitar. I'm like, Lance, you're going to be the one to carry this song. And he's like, well, what are you thinking? I'm like, I'm not, I want you, just create, bro. Mm-hmm. And so he messed around with some stuff and I said, why don't you try like a big string pad? Think, you know, in through the outdoor Led Zeppelin kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. And he called up this gorgeous lush string patch and threw this string bed behind <sighs> it. And the song just came to life. And then we had Tommy Sandovallegos. Sorry, Tommy. I love you. On the, on the bongos. He came congas. in and, you know, and he, some of his congas so came from Carlos Santana's guys. Oh. And there's like a whole story behind. And he's just a ninja. He came in and laid all this gorgeous percussion across. He brought a thing. donkey jaw with him. Excuse oh, yeah. Me? Yeah. It's, it's like, legit. Um, I didn't even know that was an instrument until I saw it on No, a, it's a job for a It's a jawbone. It's a skull of a donkey. Like, I was helping him load in. He's like, dude, oh I, brought, I brought everything. I literally brought everything under, under the sun you can think of. I even brought a donkey jaw. And I kind of laughed. And then he handed me the donkey jaw. I thought he was kidding. And that's when Glenn realized but, not to F with Tommy. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, it's, a, it's a donkey's lower jawbone. <laughs> but when you hold it out by, like, the, the tip of the jawbone and, and whack it. Give the, it a donkey the punch. teeth rattle. So you give it the donkey punch. The teeth rattle. And this thing goes... <laughs> Oh, weird. It's amazing. I've got pictures of, uh, you know, the it's one like only weird... Ryan Castle holding the it, donkey jaw. It sounds like a group of yeah. people clapping or stomping. Yeah. Wow. It's got like a weird... I never even knew that it was a percussive instrument. Dude, yeah. Tommy, so Tommy's an isn't. animal. But, um, <laughs> but it sounds yeah, turned him loose on that killer, song, clearly. Saint and Criminal. And, and it just... Uh, that song in particular was one I wasn't even sure would make the record because I, I, I thought... I knew that the vocals were strong. I knew the chord progression was strong. It didn't need a bunch of nonsense thrown at it. It's very simple. The whole song's less than three minutes long. It, it's what mm-hmm. it wanted, but I didn't know it's either going to take shape or not. Right. And man, after Lance threw his parts at it, it's probably one of the standout songs. Isn't that on the funny? Record. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's stuff like and it's stuff that people have never ever ever heard me for do do before because honestly. I was constrained by the confines of what window pane was aerial quotes supposed to be. Yeah. Like window pane, it'd be like Metallica doing something like that. It's like, well, that's not very Metallica. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the, the reasons I was so anxious to get into this project because if it, I could do what I wanted without being constrained by the a, a thing. Yeah. Like this is the Bruiser Brody thing. This is the window pane thing. Um, the Glenn thing is whatever's going on well, in your mind. Yeah, it's funny. That Travis and I have talked a lot about, he's like, man, the whole thing about going under my own name and it feels so pretentious to me. And I'm like, well, there's there's two things there, man. Like when you think of Tom Petty or David Bowie or Neil Young or John Mellencamp or whoever, Bjork. Or J.J. Wild. Bjork? Yeah, yeah, J.J. Wild. Like is that, <laughs> do you think pretentious? Because I don't. And I went on to say like, dude, the thing is. No, I think Wyatt only, I think pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, you, Wyatt. Actually, primarily the wreckage. Yes. But, um. For me, it was. I haven't made fun of Wyatt in a while. It's not like a good opportunity. <laughs> I know. Where's our dick? So oh, wait, he doesn't know us any right but now, right? Yeah, he does. Since and my hard drive. <laughs> window window pane became defined. It was it was then decided internally what window pane was going to be, and then I found that a lot of what I wanted to do wasn't didn't fall under that didn't umbrella. fall under that yeah. umbrella. Um, but if I just go under my own name. I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. because I'm just me doing me being me. And that's what I was telling Travis. I'm like, bro, don't worry about being pretentious. There's nothing pretentious about it. By just being you, you're just being you. And who can tell you what you are? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're in a band that has a direction or has a sound, you know, I, f- I found and grew to feel trapped by that. Yeah. So, yeah. That, anyways, that, that all of that is 
is relevant because when you hear this record, I don't think it's all over the map. It seems cohesive, but there's stuff no one has ever heard me do anything like before because I was simply free to do it. So cool. And I'm really excited about it, man. I couldn't tell that you're excited about it. Yeah. It could be the coffee, too. I don't know. Hey, can I give a shout out? Speaking of uh, Bruiser Brody, first Mm -hmm. of all, shout out to everybody who's, uh, I know most people are going to see Steel Panther, but there's a few people that are going to see us in Vancouver, which is really, really cool. And I know Chris (laughs) is here, and thank you. He's got tickets to all three shows. Oh, that's rad. I didn't know that, man. Our buddy Rich as well. You know, you know, you're out there. He's got tickets to some of the shows as well. My buddy Tony Baroni, wrestler, he's coming to the one on Thursday because he's wrestling on Friday and Saturday. So nice. that's gonna be Thursday is going to be a rough night for Steve-O because I've been wanting to party with Tony Baroni for a while, but typically just because of his name, that tells me Friday morning is going to be the rough. That's patch. right, <laughs> Uncle Daddy Tony Baroni is going to be partying with us, and uh, Uncle Daddy is an awesome dude who's hilarious and a great wrestler. He's one of my favorites in town, but I've never had a chance to hang because typically I'm going home, right. or he's going back to Canada. So he's like, I'm going to be there for the Thursday show. I already got tickets. And my, my wife was like, it, don't you know this opening band that just got announced? And then he reached out to me like, dude, are you opening for Steel Panther? I'm like, yeah. He's like, we got tickets. We're coming on Thursday. I'm like, nice. well, I'm going to be hungover for the rest of the time there because I'm partying <laughs> with you. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So be on the lookout for Uncle, Uncle awesome. Daddy's going to make it greasy backstage with us. Uncle Daddy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, apparently Friday and Saturday shows are sold, sold out now. Out. Damn, congratulations. Yeah. And Thursday tickets are going pretty quick. So make sure you get your tickets if you're planning on making the road trip. Uh, again, uh, April 11th, 12th, 13th at the Commodore Ballroom yeah. in British Columbia, Vancouver. And uh, it's us and Steel Panther, and that's going to be awesome. And I, I, man, Sticks, the drummer, he keeps messaging us how excited he is. Oh, that's so cool to hear, man. Yeah, I just checked Bruiser Brody's um, Instagram for the first time in weeks, and there's a post from him (laughs) from four weeks ago going, can't wait to party with you dudes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. But I wanted to give a shout out to our boy, Iron Mike uh, Savoy. Uh, who is the concert photographer for the stars. Absolutely. Incredible photographer. He put up a, 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 an Instagram post. Again, I'd, it came out a while ago, but I just saw it uh, from, <laughs> oh, five days ago. That's and, not he, bad. and he listed his favorite records of 2018, his top 16 of 2018. And uh, at number four, Bruiser Brody, Everyone's yeah, Dead. Dude. Thanks, Mike. It's a really good album. Seattle uh, Supergroup with members from Second Coming, Duff McKagan's Loaded, oh, Clover Jane, Window Pain. We are super, super. Super. <laughs> Best Seattle hard rock album in years. Travis on vocals. Enough said. Oh, that's killer. That, that's, that says a lot yeah, from a guy who that's is awesome, man. always going to concerts yeah, and yeah, always yeah, listening yeah. to records. So that meant a lot to hear that. Um, and yeah, you can see us. That's going to be a blast. And then we got some we got some stuff coming. And uh, I think we're going to be going to the Tractor Tavern. In June. In June. Yep. Nice. So once we get all that figured out, we'll let you know the date. But just save every Friday or Saturday in June. <laughs> we'll be at one of those. Make no plans. Yes. Keep that entire month free. That's right. Uh, speaking of Bruiser Brody, yes, sir? Uh, I was at Comic-Con this weekend. Uh-huh. And I... Forgot the guy's name, but I'm pretty sure he listened, so I want to give him a shout-out right here. Mr. Nameless? Yeah, sorry. But I was sitting at the booth because I was doing the signing for the comic book that I was in. Which is so awesome. Which is just Have so... Have you seen that? I've seen the screenshot of his face. It's so awesome. And it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, in this comic book, uh, some guys out there, it's called The Book of Luca in Mountaineer, uh, Mountaineer Press. They, the guy, uh, Brian, sent me a message, and he was like, hey, would it be cool if we used your likeness in this comic book and kill you? And I was like, yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So I'm sitting there doing the signing because they were nice enough to invite me to, to do that for That's an hour. That's beyond cool, right? Man. And so I'm sitting there, and then suddenly a guy walks by wearing a Bruiser Brody t-shirt. And I'm like, nice. hey, nice t-shirt. And he's like, 
oh, hi, Rev. And so we just BS for a little bit and stuff like that. And it was just, it was, I told him that he needed to go to uh, the headlocked uh, booth because uh, Christian was there, yes. the wrestler. And I was like, you need to show off the shirt. And he's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, no, man, they'll appreciate it. Just mention that they're a band and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if he did or not, but it was just like, you need to go do that. Well, speaking of Christian, uh, Edge, you remember, they were a tag team, Adam Copeland. Yeah, yeah. He told me he's like he really dug um some of the songs he heard of Bruiser Brody uh, which Whoa. is pretty cool and he said uh it reminds him that, uh, he says your singer reminds me of John Bush from Anthrax wow when, when John Bush was the front man for Anthrax for a minute with like only and sound of white noise and I never really thought about that but I went back of course because I had the Does same it look make that you sense? had it clicks yeah I'll, I'll pull up uh, there definitely is a similarity I always love hearing what people think you sound like when, you know, I remember when Peter Parker was a band, people were like, you guys remind me of Everclear. I'm like, how? Everclear? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I think find maybe you need to drink Everclear to enjoy it. If, <laughs> if, you, if you follow on that, because people were like, man, you really remind me of Candlebox. Like, thanks, man. Who, who, and then later on, who are some of your favorite bands? Candlebox. And you're like, yeah. So then what it is, is it's this uh, association, like, I love that band as much as I love. And so that's why yep. it's like this mental association. Because I've heard some, like, I've even had people say, like, oh, with window pane, like, oh, you guys really remind me of Queensryche. And I'm like, hmm. hmm. And then I'm like, who are some of your favorite bands? I love Queensryche. I'm like, oh, okay, I get this. Right. I you get remind this. me of them because I love that band. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned it to Travis. I was like, oh, dude, Edge from the WWF days and WWE days, he heard our stuff and loved your voice and said he reminds him of John Bush. And Travis just lit up. He's like, I nice. freaking love those records. So oh, that's cool. Here's just a little bit of a sample just so, I mean, get an idea of if you know it. I'll go ahead a little bit. This is my favorite Anthrax. One of my favorite Anthrax songs. This is when they got rid of Joey Belladonna and came back with uh, John Bush from Armored Saint, I think, or I think that was the band that he was fronting. What era is this? Oh, like mid-90s, maybe? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 When you say it, I would have never thought it. And I've been a fan of Anthrax and John Bush forever. But when you hear it, you're like, oh, my gosh, yes. Wow, now listening to it, it really sounds yeah. like Travis. This is like 93, 94-ish. Yeah. There are moments where it just how he trails off on his words. Yeah. It's very uh, yeah, Travis-like. Man. That's pretty cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 You were right. Armored Saint. Armored Saint. Good okay. call, man. Steve knows things. There's data in there. <laughs> I, know, I know stuff about Anthrax. <laughs> stuff I was a little obsessive Anthrax fan, so when he you mentioned that- know. I know, right? Just a tad. <laughs> They're so awesome. <laughs> I freaking love Anthrax. The drummer follows me on Twitter. It's pretty cool. It's no big there, deal. Yeah, um... <laughs> the little subtle no big deal at the end of that sentence was yeah, gold. Right? It yeah. was so gold. Because it, it totally took... was a big deal. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, 
It's a big deal. It's a big deal, guys. It took a second for my brain to process yeah. how funny that really was. Dude, so I have to give credit to the Spit and Chicklets podcast, a hockey it's podcast. Rad. Whenever they have those humble brag moments, yeah. one of the guys, like Paul Bizanet, Biznasty, be like, you know, I was like banging this porn actress. Not a big deal. And like, or that time that I won a championship, a Memorial Cup. Not a big deal. Like that's, and that's kind of become like their catchphrase. That's genius. Anytime funny. anyone has a humble brag, they have to go, not a big deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> not a big deal at all. Love it. Um, I jokingly did a little shot at uh, Motley Crue. I think we should talk about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I was wondering how subtle I that was going to be. I want to get opinion. Oh, my God. It, get ready to oh, rip it apart. Me in. What's okay. up? What's up? So Motley Crue are putting out their Netflix movie. I'm up, very interested to see it. Uh, As a, a non-Crue fan. A little birdie uh, got to see it and told me it's way better than they expected. Because um, it comes out this Friday. Is this Friday. the same little birdie that went and spent time with Mr. Six and everything? No, a different little birdie. Different bird. Yes, but that that's freaking amazing. Ryan Castle yeah. got to go to Nikki Six's house. Oh, I was just going to wow. keep calling him the bird. The bird. <laughs> Ryan, the bird. No, somebody I know that opinion, I, like, because I'm really skeptical about this because I love the book The Dirt, which I don't know if you've read. I've not read The Dirt. I'll have to find it. Even though you're not a Motley Crue fan, you're a music guy. As it's I've a gotten very older, easy read. I get it. Like, I didn't get it in a day. Um... Uh, the first, what was the first? Uh, the Too first, Fast for Love. Yeah, my sister and I had that on cassette. No, we had Shout at the Devil. At the devil. At the devil yeah. And I was really into it until, I don't want to sound like a jerk, I, then I kind of grew out of it. And I'll then just you, put it that way. Yeah. But uh, as years, 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 so years later, out of it. I'm still a child. <laughs> I find myself jamming with the new originals, mm-hmm. and I have to learn some of these crew songs on guitar. And I'm learning, and I'm like, man, this is kind of genius. It's basically amped up blues music, and what I really dug about it was the... It was extraordinarily unelaborate. Yep. It's kind of the same thing over and over again, but old Vince would sing a different part or do this or do that, and it works beautifully as this powerful chorus, and even though the arrangements are simple, you feel like there's a lot going on, Yep. and that might sound like I'm saying something bad, but honestly, there's a genius to it. I'm still not a big crew fan, but I went, whoa, look at how they made that work. Yep. Oh, man. Oh wow, that's really cool. See, I've always like new yeah. originals gave me an appreciation for that's Motley so Crue, cool. man. That's yeah, funny. yeah, well, I've like, always in, felt a, like in a legitimate way. Vince and Tommy are the busy ones. Uh, maybe outside of the band as well, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> they both have sex tapes. Uh, but no, Vince and Tommy are like the ones that are doing a bunch of crazy, busy sh- stuff. Nice uh, Tommy on the drums and, and Vince on the vocals. Whereas bass and guitar are really like you pretty said, straightforward, pretty. Uh, repetitive uh, and basic, but you don't need them to. Some of those songs are amped up twelve bar blues shuffles, and I was right. like, "Really?" As I'm learning them, I was blown yeah. away by that. But you got a monster on the drums doing some crazy and stuff. No one caught it either. But as yep. I'm learning this stuff, way back in that era, they were tuned a whole step low. Yes, I thought half that stuff was out of E, and then I'm listening to it, and I'm like, "Man, that chord voicing's not right." And then I figured it out; it's out of A. But they're tuned a whole hey, step for low. awesome. And we're talking like in the yeah. mid-80s, who was tuning a whole step low? That really didn't kind of go on back then. Yeah, I don't and think And so it like, even stuff like that, I was like, dude. And Mick Mars is such an underrated guitarist. Yeah, I always, no, he's very creative. His solos the riffs really are cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, man. I'm, 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 I'm not a crew fan, but I have a deep appreciation for the band. Dr. Does Feel that make Good, sense? 100%. Yeah. Dr. Feelgood's got like the, the coolest guitar solo that just keeps going and yeah. cool stuff. And it's it's never anything like, let me show off how crazy fast I can play it. Although at times he does that. But more so, it's just like he just holds Tasty. those notes. Yes. Tells a cool story. In an era of excessive noodling, he tells a cool story. And, and the band is four of the worst human beings known to man and, and and that's what the book is really about like it's it's truly four rock stars doing rock star stuff that even rock stars wouldn't do 
and they're telling you their <laughs> stories, and you're just like, how is this, A, how are they all alive? And granted, Nikki almost died or did for 15 seconds or whatever it was from a heroin overdose, only to come through and go do more heroin that day after he said, I would never touch heroin again. Like, they're that band. Like, they're just everything in excess to where, like, Doc McGee, even in the trailer for The Dirt, is like, I've managed Kiss, I've managed this band, that band, all these bands, and none of them are Motley Crue. None of them. None of them do what Motley Crue has done. So the movie, I'm very excited to see how true they stay to it. And from my buddy who caught a glimpse of it, uh, says, yeah, they, they don't really pull back. Like, they do yeah. some pretty raunchy stuff in the film, which I'm excited to well, see. Well, my understanding was that they this thing was written and pitched to multiple studios, and all of the studios said, we'd love to do it. You got to tame it down. Yeah. And they were like, uh, no. No, this is our story. And so finally, I mean, and I guess this went on for a long time, Years. longer than people realize. Mm-hmm. Finally, Netflix went, do what you want. Yep. And they were like, nice. So my understanding is that to the degree possible in a movie package, you yep. need like a seven hour film. But the stuff that they, you know, this is how wild and off the chain it was. That's it's the there. I'm excited to see how they condense 30 years of debauchery into an hour and however many yeah, minutes, like a 90 minute or a, a two a hour four movie. minute section of the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be a lot of jumping around, I would imagine. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm a Motley Crue I'm, fan. I'm, so I'm looking forward to watching it as well. This Friday yeah. on Netflix. And so they're getting people ready, but I think they're going to have four new songs on the soundtrack. And one of them is a Madonna cover. Okay. And I'm, <laughs> I've heard it. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as I would expect, but. I don't get why. Is it a bad? It, it was. It, was it a sell. bad idea? <laughs> well, even like Nikki Six was interviewing. He goes, "Yeah, I went to Tommy's house to pitch the idea, and I had it on. I, I did a demo of it, and he's like, let me tell you what it is, but I'm going to tell you from a different room, so you can't punch me.'" And I guess Tommy at first was like, "What the hell?" And then listened to it, started laughing. He goes, "Yeah, dude, let's do this. This is awesome." So here's um, Madonna's "Like a Virgin." <laughs> As reinterpreted <laughs> by Motley Crue. So here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get ready for this. Could you imagine being Tommy Lee and Nikki Six is like, yo, I got an idea for this record. It's this. What I mean, I think? guess why not? At least one of those words in that sentence. Okay, so here's the thing. Yes. No. If you've never heard the Madonna version, this works. Right. So this that's, is actually pretty okay, cool. Maybe, See, yeah. If you've never heard Madonna's version, this is actually kind of cool. And that's the thing. Like, if you picked a weird, obscure Madonna song and didn't tell us, I think it would be like, oh, cool crew yeah, song. Like, yeah. if this came out in the 80s, like, you wouldn't know it's Madonna, but it's such an iconic song, it's so hard to get past that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you'd never heard the Madonna version, you'd be like, you know, this is kind of like typo negative meets I don't know what. It's got a really hooky vocal. Yeah, just it's, wait it, till the chorus. It's funny that you say typo <laughs> negative, and Rev probably not a fan of the chorus. The chorus does kind of remind me a little bit of typo, because they, they they slow it down, they do double time. Yeah. You know, Half time, I'm sorry. But, I mean, this is better than 90% of theater of pain. <laughs> <laughs> And they also thought it was ironic that Vince is singing like a virgin when he's far from a virgin. Oh, God, yeah. If you read his book, he bangs everybody, including <laughs> like their girlfriends, their manager's girlfriend, everybody. Jeez. But here's the best part. 
analyze the YouTube comments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I swear to God, if you've never heard the Madonna song, I mean, I, I would go, this is kind of cheesy. I'm not into this, but I'm not a crew fan, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is 80s hair um, metal. Yeah, which I don't, I never connected with. It's better than any Enough Z Enough song. Wow. Actually, wow. I'll, I'll give you that. Wow. Fly high, Michelle, away from me forever. Yes. Wow. <laughs> All right, so here's one. I love Nia. As writes, <laughs> I'm very excited to see this movie, and I love all their albums, but I never want to hear this ever again. <laughs> Next one from Darlene. I was embarrassed for the crew just listening to this. Wow, just wow, in all caps. Wow, just wow. Another person writes, okay, well, there you go. Yeah. This happened. <laughs> Let's all have a few shots of whiskey and pretend it never happened. <laughs> this is music. I like Question this one. Mark. Very subtle in what they've said. Have you lost your damn minds? <laughs> Another person says, Helter Skelter will always be Motley's greatest cover. I 100% agree. Their version of Helter Skelter is badass. Another person says, heartbroken to see that the band is clearly back on heroin. <laughs> yeah! All right! One more. What an abomination. I can't wait for Metallica to cover All Out of Love by Air Supply. Oh, hey. I'm in for that one. Oh, and I didn't know this. I guess we could do research, but that takes too much effort to go on Google. A lot of work. Um, someone says, did John Five play guitar on the album of these greatest hit songs or any of these songs? Because this is definitely not Mick Mars playing on this song. That'd be interesting I if they had. I thinks that. Is it because of Mick's health? or Yeah, because Mick's got that, that fusion the, the of the spine. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know that John didn't Five was Mick doing Mars stuff Mick Mars get Lita Ford in her prime? Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, anyone want to Google that? I've always respected him for that. Because I think the guy passed away around 83 or so. Who's that? Mick Mars. No, Mick Mars is still alive. No, 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 dude. I'm, I, I, that's not oh, a human. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> He's gone. That's a shell. But I think that shell actually got... It's like It runs on like tobacco and heroin. And I think he got Lita Ford in her prime, man. Wow. Yeah. Can we verify, Rev? Uh, I, I care more I'll about that than if John 5 covered yeah, that. Is John it like a Google search listed. like John men who have been listed. in Lita? Lita? I believe there's a website. <laughs> yep. Men in Lita. .org. .org. It is an organization. Uh, I used to rough up the suspect. Lita Ford and Nikki Six pictures. Oh, it was Nikki Six. Oh, maybe it wasn't Mick. They made Uh, Mick stand in the corner and watch. Yeah, basically, yeah, when I just put, yeah. Yo, Frankenstein, watch this. Like, Why is that guy in the corner? Well, he, his spine, he can't get up, so we're just going to have to have sex with him here. It's going to take more effort for us to get him out of this wafting, room. Wafting, wafting. Poor Mick. Yeah, not fine. Yeah, any sort of Maybe correspondence is Lita and Nikki, but not necessarily mm. like. See, I always loved him for that. I was like, go rumors. Mick. The yeah. quiet guy in the background with the bad hair. The old hair. guy. The old guy, yeah. as they always call him. Yeah, the yeah. old guy. He was like 26 when the rest of them were 19. Right. The old guy. He's the old I mean, guy. <laughs> I mean, not to be a total D, but he looks kind of like an Egyptian historical like yeah. exhibit. No, dude, that's why I'm convinced his body passed away in 81 or 82. Well, that was why they got back together after they broke up for a while. They said, we need to get back together because Mick is going to die if we don't give him something to do. Because he was just kind of rotten away doing nothing and doing pain pills. And they, Emo tip. Right. So the, <laughs> <laughs> so the band's like, we need to do something for him. Otherwise, he's Mick just going to... Mick Mick So check out... Yes. They did put out a song called The Dirt, which is perfect because that's the name of the movie. And it features Machine Gun Kelly rapping on it, which I thought was going to hmm. be a terrible idea, but it, it actually works like with a really it. bad idea. And Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee in the movie, which is kind of funny. But he's a yak, so I know people are like, oh, that's messed up. A rapper is going to be playing him. But he was in that um, Cameron Crowe HBO series oh. about the roadies. Yeah. 
Was I think it, it was called, called Roadies. Roadies. Yeah. It was called Roadies. <laughs> yeah, and he was great in it. And I'm not even a fan of Machine Gun Kelly. But uh, so here's the song called The Dirt, which is a new song by Motley Crue. <laughs> They're loving the samples and processing these days. Right? It's just Molly Crew right here. Singing about drugs and rock and roll. Vince needs to be singing about keto, dude. How about what? Keto. <laughs> <laughs> I need the macros, the micros. <laughs> I had a celery. <laughs> Give me a carrot stick. I'm looking like John Lovitz. Yeah, he's a hard rock John Lovitz, dude. He's the, he's the John Lovitz, Lovitz of metal. Oh. Give me the dirt. He needs protein, uh, protein powder oh, and fiber powder. Dirt. Yeah, that stuff and is tempa. Dirt. Tempa yeah. tastes like dirt. That's yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, Rev. Potty mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Never resonated with me, but yeah, I, I love the high energy. Like, but I, I, I recommend people watch the video. The video makes the song better because obviously they're talking about their career as a band and like you know they're a band of brothers or a motley crew, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then showing footage of them over the years rocking out, and it's as a motley crew fan, it's kind of like this cool montage of the band. And then they also edit in clips of the people playing them in the movie, which is kind of fun. And there's Did John those- Lovitz play Vince Neil? Yes. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to see this. It I can't wait to see this, man. <laughs> and here's Machine Gun Kelly. Is that Machine Gun Kelly? Yep. Big boobies. Yeah, that's like the hard rock version of that guy from the B-52s. Tan roof. Like, yeah, I'm going to show up and talk. What do you do? I talk. Oh, so you're one of the singers. No, 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 no. I, I talk. Talk. Is that your Chrysler? It's as big as a whale. <laughs> it's about to set sail. Let's get him in the band. Oh, my God. People will be confused. Can we get Fred from the B-52? Is it Fred Schneider? Fred Schneider. From the B-52? Is he still alive, first of Probably, all? Probably, yeah. Let's Can we get him to guess on the second Bruiser Brody record? For a breakdown like this, <laughs> yes. I'm not sure. I'm sure. I don't know how people much. would take but that. But it wasn't a rock. <laughs> it was a rock. <laughs> Could you guys cover Cut Rock Lobster? <laughs> please, please. Yeah, can we get Travis? I think Travis would totally do Rock Lobster. I don't know, man. I think we gotta go Love Shack. Funky maybe. little Shack. Cut me a check. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, Schneider's what still kicking, man. What is your role man. in the band? I love it, man. He's also a hitman for the CIA, probably. What was her name? Uh, she did a. Uh, she did the thing with Iggy Pop Candy. Kate was her name. Kate. Kate. I always thought Kate she was Pearson. really fancy. Kate Pearson. Pearson. Kate Pearson. I thought uh, Kate Pearson beautiful. was neat. You're gonna have to do the Kate Pearson parts. Okay, I'll do Kate Pearson. Let's yeah, get wasted in Vancouver and go karaoke. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Looking for the love. Get away. 
Which brings me to like Iggy Pop. Like if he jumped off a building, would his skin create like a flying scroll scenario where he could just glide no, to safety? Dude, that his skin is shrink wrapped to his body. <laughs> no, it seems like it's poorly attached. Are you sure? Yeah. Like anytime because I think he'd be like a flying scroll if you chucked him. Like the he man, would just glide to safety. The man goes shirtless everywhere, and it just looks like it's just like. <laughs> Sucked on there. He's got a weird leg now, too, man. Does he? Yeah, dude. When I saw him at uh, Castle and I went and saw that show at the Paramount, and um, yeah, he's got one, like one leg is almost a full foot shorter than the other. Iggy Pops? Iggy Pops yeah. weird so leg. So when he was hobbling around on stage, it was like, like I'd wow, get a, yeah. It's... For me, I'd get like a corrective shoe. Or... Oh, wow. Do yeah. I remember when I saw. Um, <laughs> When I saw Weezer back on their first tour, Rivers just got a surgery to like lengthen one of his legs. So he was performing. Well, did, he a, did he have a weird leg too? I guess so. Like he always walks with one foot on the curb kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So Iggy Pop, when he was a ju- in junior high school, got re- quote unquote ran over by a big guy, resulting in his right leg being what? an inch and a half shorter than his left. That's what if bummer. Love Shack is about all of this? And well, that's French Iggy, that's Iggy ran, Pop. But no, French Schneider ran over Iggy Pop on his big oh. Chrysler. Oh, yeah, he's big as a whale. You whale. think he would have seen it coming? And Tin Roof Rested is euphemism for shortening someone's leg. Wow. Yeah. We're is that infected? Hey, is, man, where'd you get that how lotion? We start, this is how rumors start, guys. Oh, man, why don't we do some uh, voicemails and emails <laughs> and some text messages? Looking forward to the dirt out this Friday is it, on is Netflix. Is it bad that, honestly, spiritually, I was more fulfilled by that 15 seconds of Love Shack than I was by either of the Motley Crue songs? We can fix that. Love again. Shack is like a superior piece of material by comparison. Yeah. The Love Shack. I got me a Chrysler. It suits about 20, so hurry up and bring your jukebox money. Uh, millennials are like, what's a jukebox? What's a whale? Oh, you mean tunes? What's a Chrysler? <laughs> so dated. Get in your Tesla and bring your iPod. <laughs> We're about to ask our parents. For money. <laughs> oh wait, what's a job? Ha ha ha! baby, that's where it's at. Case all like, I'm what? Pregnant. Stay away, fool. What was the recording process like for this one? All right, now Lots we need to hash. me. I think the video was the recording process. Like, all the weird yelling and calling response stuff. Yeah. Like, what? No, yeah, I think they just had a rave, and they decided to record it. After I say, stay away, fools, you go, woo! Great, you meet that guy, and he's, like, super subdued. Hey, man, how you doing? I bet you're right. How you doing? Yeah, he uses all of his energy when he's on stage, and he's got zero way left. Way back, like, like a karate expert, super quiet, like, please don't touch me. If you invade my personal space, I'll break your arm. He turns into Mick Mars when not on stage. <laughs> yeah, Actually, as it turns out, he is Mick Mars without a wig. <laughs> the two sides. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. When Mick flips his, all, his hair all forward, the back of Mick's head is, is like is, is Fred like Schneider, like Voldemort. <laughs> wow. I think we figured it out, guys. <sighs> Mystery solved. <Here> we go. <laughs> he just flips his shoes around, you know? Lining up to get down. I don't remember all the words. Funky little shack. Funky little shack. Yeah, I could do karaoke on this one. Yeah, but honestly, 
this is more like I'm kind of bouncing. This is fun. It's like Len. It's so much more engaging than the Motley Crue <laughs> stuff. This don't is steal like my sunshine. This is Len before Len. The Motley Crue stuff is like Splenda. Yeah. When I, when I want like cream and sugar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, With extra hazelnut. Oh yeah. We're getting hazelnut. A shot of whiskey. Hazelnutty. Oh, here we go. It's about 20, so come on and bring your jukebox money. Imagine being the engineer during the recording of this song. Like, what the hell? I went, I, I just worked with, like, I, I worked with Santana. And now I got this guy. And now I'm and now dealing with this guy barking about <laughs> He's jukeboxes. got maracas shoved in his balloon knot, and he's out there wailing about jukeboxes. Wow. And just when you think it's crazy, then this happens. The breakdown. Oh, here it goes. Here we go. Let's break it down, Get people. Deep voice now. Got to build up that Antissa. Oh, there's people clapping in the background. Patient. People got the clap at the show. Right? Fred gave him the clap. Oh, dear. I, I, I'm wondering how many Migs cast fans want to find me and choke me. For, for asking for more of this. No, I'm cool with it. I like it. I was already in a good mood, but I'm in a, yeah. I'm in a gooder mood now. Gooder. I needed to rinse off the Motley Crue with something. <laughs> when all else fails, Love Shack. This is like a shot of grappa after you eat something you don't like. We're, we're listening to this on the party bus with Lion Pride. <laughs> oh, geez. When we go to Vancouver. Building up that anticipation. Is this the song where she yells, oh, yeah. what? It's coming. Yep. Tin roof, rusted. Again, the engineer. You're saying what? He's probably sitting there like, this is so fun. So then the engineer goes home. Take notes, John Lovitz. And his significant other, <laughs> whether it be a male or a female, goes, Hey, babe, how was your day? I, I don't even Honey, know. you won't believe. Let me just play this for you. Yeah. I'm working with this band called the B-52s. Oh, B-52s, like the bomber, are they really heavy? Well, <laughs> let me play this for it's, you. It's something different. You know who the new B-52s is? Because I've seen them a couple times live. It's Fitz and the Tantrums. Fitz they, and the Tantrums are great. Yeah, yeah. Have I, you heard them? Are they a bunch of children? Or? No. No. I, I see what you <laughs> they, did there. See, I love that you get my humor, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's that, that party atmosphere, that party vibe. Like It's like when you're going to a show, it's not people playing instruments. It's people... Ha- who happened to be playing instruments while they're throwing a party. Okay. So okay. this is the song that first got me introduced to them. It was like they were performing. I'm picturing like screaming children and broken parents. <laughs> Imagine this. I'm at work back in the old station. This is back when their first record came out. And they were one of those bands that would come in during the middle of the day and do an acoustic set yeah. to like, you know, play for a radio station. And they've got like full on like two singers, like tambourines and mm-hmm. horns. And I'm walking by. I'm like, what am I walking in on? And it was like a party. And it was just them practicing before yeah. people watched. This is Fits and Tantrums? Yep, Fits and the Tantrums. And this is the song that, uh, this was their first, like, I guess, big hit. Not big hit, but this one got oh, people yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah. And I really dig this song still. It's kind of very Cage the Heffalump, I'm feeling. <laughs> 
this is like a sunny day walking down the street. Yes! I'm going to the bank. They approve my personal loan. And no, they weren't like I didn't go just going because like I snagged tickets. This is like a big hit. Yeah, I can make your cat pants. Or hand clap. See, I, I want to put out a record <laughs> called like Nausea and Shakes, and it's like music that feels like the day after you've done a lot of drugs. <laughs> Somebody save your soul because you've been sinning in the city. I know too many troubles, all these lovers got you losing control. My mortgage broker gave me really good news, and I'm walking to the ice cream shop with some cold creamery. I'm gonna go crazy. Now. Real estate rock. <laughs> you got some really good news. I can make your cans pants. The mole was benign. <laughs> the mole was benign. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I still stay out of the sun, but I'm having a super good day now. And here's another one of their big hits, too. Yeah. I don't know any of this music. It's fun. I'll I'll never, like it. uh, I, I, no one, I, I can't walk quickly. No wonder. That's, I need this <laughs> so I can walk happy like down Make the street. Yeah. I think they're called retro soul shakers. All right. I don't know what that means, but Me neither. sure. We are all over the place on this podcast, just musically. Yeah. Honestly, this would be really fun music for like a chainsaw murder in slow motion. You know what? That or uh, like a version by Motley Crue. Oh, dear. (laughs) This feels like it would be like an 80s rom-com. Yeah. What's a rom-com? Romantic comedy. (laughs) You know, when Harry met Sally, uh, uh, other stuff. I'm familiar with. Sleepless in Seattle. (laughs) Maybe. Um, what the hell, uh, the one with, uh, John Cusack. Better Off Dead? No, but that's uh, a good one. That's a fine film. High Fidelity? What's oh, High Fidelity is a great movie. The one with the stereo at the end. Gross this, Point Blank? Yeah, you're thinking of High Fidelity, but this song doesn't belong eyes. in High Fidelity. No! Oh, that's Say Anything, dude. Yeah. Oh, Say Anything. Damn I can it. see that in this. <laughs> All right, we're, the, let's right. do our voice let's notes, emails, it. and text messages. <laughs> Yeah! I'll be upset with you if you didn't name your kid Diane. Siggy, <laughs> what did you name your child? What did you name your child? Heartbroken to see that the band is clearly back on heroin. <laughs> just, awful. just awful. Awfully wonderful. Oh, uh, Megs, what's your thoughts on the new Molly Crew song? Um, <laughs> well, silly enough. Flashback humor. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I haven't heard them yet. Yeah. Maybe, well, we'll, maybe next week we'll talk about we'll it. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but we like the B-52s. <laughs> I love your I love your musical taste, Glenn. What's a jukebox? <laughs> And what is the tin roof? Get in your Uber and check out your touch tunes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, okay, next text. 253-271-4787 is our text line, or you can leave us a voicemail on that line as well. Uh, radio.com, know your format. A commercial for the Kicking Back with Kelly talking about reality stars isn't really for a mixed cast audience. Lol. Or maybe I'm weird. Oh, do they just insert ads or something? They do sometimes. Oh. That threw me off one time. I was like, oh, let me Wait, listen. what? Like right in the middle or something? So you'll pull up like, 
like the Mixed Cats podcast and know uh, we have advertisers. Yes. Well, well, we I'm, don't. My wallet says differently. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what's yeah, curious. Yeah. Like, really? Um, yeah, there's they, revenue. But not, <laughs> or somebody. All right, I'm gonna pop up past Mixed Cats and maybe a commercial play. Maybe not. It's it's, it's very. It's like for random. herpes cream or something. Right. See, that would be a little that bit more on, on brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends. Oh, Adult sick. diapers. We for when five, you have a need for. We your have need. five stars on our uh, five star rating. Really? Really? I never even think about telling people to go and rate our. Our podcast, but hey, Great, share, it, like, subscribe. Right. Way to go. Now they know about it and the stars will drop. That's what a good you... point. We have 68 <laughs> ratings and five stars. Please keep that going. They and, punished and, me with the B-52s today. And leave nice reviews. That would be pretty awesome. I love this one review. I just, it just shows right off the bat. Bring us some dicks. <laughs> Obviously, they're back on heroin. <laughs> uh, that's cool. They were a fan back in the day when we original incarnation of the Migs cast or the STP cast. But uh, as good as it was, I would put the current lineup on another level. The addition of Glenn has made this one of my all-time oh. favorite podcasts. Thank you. Signed, Glenn Cannon. That's really okay. no. <laughs> It was from Roger Conway Cannon. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> no so relation. We should have people like write weird reviews. Yes. <laughs> like, like how we saved their lives. Or like how Meemaw's dementia went away after just two episodes. Right. I had gonorrhea, <laughs> and then I listened to the mix cast, and it went away. Yeah. Like just, just make them so absurd, and we'll read them. And if we find favorite ones, we'll put, we'll put them. Yeah, Dude. How do we get? Yeah, how do we get five stars, man? Well, people like us, Rad. That's a nice thing. I mean, yes, thank you, but thank you. We do have a one star one. I'm not going to go there because I don't want to deal with the uh, insecurity of reading. There you go. Is don't, there a one star? Oh yeah, I'm sure it's someone who. Hate. I think we've read it before. Actually, F someone Glenn. It's no, probably it's, the old school. On me. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. We read it a long time ago. I'm not even going to go down that road, but okay. um, for my own sanity. Uh, but yeah, leave us reviews of how we've cleared up like your syphilis and and like maybe saved your marriage. Glenn helped me bury a dead prostitute. Yes, <laughs> solid <laughs> guy. Signed, former Seahawk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. If the more absurd the review, the better. But of course, leave us five stars. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I've never really thought to tell people to do that for us, but that'd be pretty cool. And leave nice ones for BJ and Migs. I made the mistake once of going on there, and that was a beatdown. Really? Oh, really? I mean, we have a lot of five-star reviews, but some of the reviews about the show are obviously people who are upset when changes were made. Oh, and they, yeah. And they just crap on him, crap on me. That show sucked, blah, blah, blah. I was like, why am I going? Why why Thanks, am I reading man. this? Yeah. Like, there's no good at coming of this. So don't. No good at coming. So no when good everyone's telling me, like, you need to see Passion of the Christ, I'm like, I don't want to watch a snuff film, man. <laughs> I know the story. I know how it ends. It doesn't sound like something good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You've got to see this. No, I really don't. I'm going to play the most recent episode and see if a commercial comes on. Okay. So here we go. Let's see what happens. Is this last week when I'm like, yep. basically can't swallow and I'm about to lose consciousness? I'm Kelly Dillon and fashion is my life. Join me on Kicking Back with Kelly as we meet with the hottest celebrities, reality Dillon. TV stars, and fashion influencers. Wow. Dying, dying over it. Kicking going to find you and make love to your mouth, Kelly. Fashion fortune. This is if you're going to insert yourself in our show, I'm going to insert myself in you. This would sound so much better if uh, Kelly was maybe uh, under the influence. Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kelly Dillon, and fashion is Much better. life. She sounds cooler, Join drunk. me yeah. kicking back with Kelly as we meet with the hottest celebrities, reality So this happened during one of our shows? This is the first thing you hear when you listen to the new episode. What did that start? Well, it'll go away, though. Like, sometimes it'll be there and sometimes it won't. So I've just never heard of, one before. I think it's... You know? I have no idea. I haven't been able to listen to our show in a long time. Blogger, so there you go. 
you go. Oh, cool. Let's well, hear what we sounded. Congrats on your blog, Kelly. Yeah. Let's see how we sounded when we were drunk last week. Send him back with a doorstop butt plug. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, Sean. Just drop hey, Josh, in. How you doing, Did you buddy? randomly drop in right there? Yes. God, what are the odds? Steve has brilliance even in his damn thumb. My thumb is the most talented part of my body. Dude, do that again, oh, man. I like that one. All right, let's, I'll pick a random spot. Yeah, well, no, uh, the same spot, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really uh, I'll, I'll, I'll jump it back again. I was standing on my head. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to think of logistics, oh, but man. now that you said standing yeah. on your head, I'm like, okay. She puts yeah. it in, stands on right. her head, then Amar does bong rips out yeah. of me. He also... You have to be a gymnast in order to enjoy this A bong. friend of ours it's was at true. his house in Portland the other night, and he sent him back with a doorstop butt plug. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That one now. We're going to take some pretty interesting pictures. And I also Alex. have... <laughs> I also got her a uh, glow-in-the-dark rosary one. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Steve. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> hey, speaking of the Play uh, Party podcast, we got a really nice email. Cool. About those guys. I thought this was, it kind of made my day when I read it from Caitlin. Subject Play Party, thanks. Guys, I can't put into words how thankful I am for your podcast. I've been dealing with some self loathing, feeling different, just beating myself up. You had Josh and Haven from the Play Party, and I just have to say, when your favorite podcast tackles something like BDSM and in other quote-unquote kink stuff and does it in a way where it's not being mocked and treated with respect, well, it warmed my heart. It just felt good knowing that I don't need to be so hard on myself for being different. I don't want to go into details, but just so you know, you guys help by being so open-minded and not being dicks. Can you say dicks? LOL. Yeah, I guess we got uh, You've yeah, come to the right podcast. About the burgers. Yeah. Hey, Wyatt, where's my burger? Yeah, yeah Wyatt. Uh, <laughs> please let your friends know that they have a new listener in me, Cast fan for life from Caitlin. That's awesome. Had a few people message me saying that they became a fan of the Play Party podcast because of us. I never thought about it, but I was like, even like when I had them on, I'm like, oh, how are people going to take this? It's, I, it's, I'm anxious to check it out. I just haven't had a chance, it's man. Very cool, yeah. and I'm like I've said, I'm, that's not my world. But I'm I'm always curious about what makes other people tick. And Swing by my house sometime, dude. Hey, oh, I like how you said <laughs> that. See what you did there. I'll see you right before the Portland. I mean, the Vancouver shows. Oh my. Um, but I, I think it's good to normalize anything that yeah. is obviously not worth putting a stigma on and, and, and yeah. BDSM and kink no. mentality. There's nothing wrong with what Dude, anyone's doing. Whatever makes you happy, as exactly. long as you're not hurting somebody else. Yep. Man, well, and that's I, in a well, non-consensual. I wasn't exactly. trying to make yeah. a joke yeah. there. Yeah. Like, yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as you're not interfering with someone else's liberty, whatever you makes go. you happy should yeah. be celebrated yep. and upheld. And that's awesome. It's just nothing but it just awesome. Just made me happy to know that people really enjoyed that podcast. That's and even killer. Josh and Haven were like, "That was fun." Like, we were really nervous, and you know, because it's such a, it's a unique format or a unique, um, I guess, uh, subject to talk about. And you don't know what you're walking in on, especially when they walked in and it was awesome, like yeah. a bunch of people and Caesar. And Caesar. <laughs> sorry, Caesar. Don't be sorry. I was Jackson. happy to see I'm you, I'm going to get dude. a message about that later. <laughs> oh, but it was awesome. I saw a lot of people posting on, or a couple people posted on their page saying, hey, I just discovered you because of the Migs cast. I've been binging your episode. So awesome, dude. And that's awesome that our, our listeners were. Yeah, that's great, man. And geez, Caitlin, I never think about that. But like we talked about it even during that episode, when you realize you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone, huh? 
How much better do you feel about yeah, things? Trust me, you're not alone. Or when you have your people that you're uh, maybe respect, and of course we're very highly respected. Oh yes, absolutely. Well, the, the, the whole first stars. the whole yes. first sentence was yeah. like, you know, I've been dealing with self-loathing and insecurity and doubt, and I'm like, boy, did you come to the right show? Right? <laughs> you know? We are your people. Yeah, we're your people. I mean, that's what we were going to call the uh, show, but we decided to stick with Migscast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I suggested self-loathing. Steve slapped me, which made me upset, and then yeah, they were like, we're <laughs> calling it Migscast. Ignored my idea. Brother. Sorry. <laughs> Let's check out a voicemail. That's awesome. There's a guy that sits behind me at work and every day, no matter what, Uh-oh. no fail. The guy crunches on ice chips every afternoon. I don't know if he comes back and he's I've got to chill my teeth. I don't know what he's doing. Chill my teeth. Put my headphones on. I can still hear the crunch of the ice. I can still hear it. It's terrible. Hmm. Like, I've, I have no idea what to do, and I don't know who does that. Like, this is a grown man who crunches ice all afternoon. It's Maybe he's terrible. pregnant. Dude, you can. Maybe he's got warm teeth. Throw a road <laughs> flare warm. in his cup, turn the ice to water, problem solved. Uh, <laughs> warm teeth. No, no, no. He goes back in two weeks. He'll come back in two weeks. There's a guy that's behind me and swishes water through my lunch break <laughs> every day. I eliminated yeah. the ice. I created water. It will always be something I imagine <laughs> yes. at that point. I'm like, sorry about the cruncher, dude. Why don't you move away from it? Sounds like my wife talking about how I eat. So you're a loud eater. I'm like, I'm eating with my mouth closed. I don't know what else to do. I'm really? taking this intervenously, yeah. hon. There's a slurping. <laughs> I'm not like going. <laughs> I'm oh, like I'm yummy. just I'm just eating. Well, I, you're you're a soup slurper, aren't you? No, I don't think I am. Oh, okay. BJ's Dude, a slurper. Uh, That's right. BJ's the slurper. Sometimes people get in my car and they're eating, which is fine. Oh, go, when you're doing ahead. Uber stuff, are oh, you cool with that? I'm cool with them eating. Sometimes they're messy, which irritates me. But what really makes my skin and I mean crawl is lip smackers. Oh, they'll get. Oh my God, it makes my skin. The other one, people sometimes people chew gum and they. Yeah. It makes my skin crawl. Like, it makes wow. me want to start swinging. Man, now I know your kryptonite nuts. This is great. That'll, oh, hurt no. your, that'll hurt your five You don't, because I'll just be like, bro, I'm out, and I'll leave the room. I cannot <laughs> hang that's with like, it, dude. That's like the, uh, the PLP and styrofoam. Like, uh, my best friend Brogan. Like, he can't stand it if you touch or rub styrofoam. Oh, does so, it, like, uh, the coolers. Sound? Yeah, that. Hmm. It squicks them out so bad. And it's like, oh, now I know. Thank I you. I know. Yeah. yeah. The only sound that annoys me is when someone's eating with a, a metal utensil. Oh, and they scra- no, they scrape it. Oh, Ugh. it's like, dude, you don't need to scrape. How bad are you at eating that you can't get the, the food <laughs> off that fork without scraping your teeth on it? You've got lips; they're softer, and they right. do the same job. Like each bite of that steak bite that you're putting in your mouth, like, <laughs> I'm like, you suck. Yeah, Stop that, it. And then at like 47 Savage. years old, they'll have no teeth. Right. Like, I don't know what happened. My teeth are ground down because you're eating forks, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check out another voicemail again. Two five three. Two seven one four seven eight seven is the way to leave us a voicemail. What's up, fellas? It's the Jester. Uh, oh, time no talk. I'd yeah, want to say it's been almost a year since yeah. I called in, but uh, it's been a long year. <laughs> things have been a little weird around the uh, around the old Just household, but Uh-oh. I just wanted to say, still trying to keep up with you guys. Um, work's been a little crazy, and haven't really been in the best place. But uh, hmm. just want to remind you guys, like I love y'all. I miss the hell out of all of you. Um, Glenn, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks, Rev, man, man it's, I, I try to keep up with you on Facebook and, and what be it, but um, He's the man yeah, of the I town. Just, some of your posts, yeah, man, yeah. it just makes me smile. And, nice. and uh, yeah, and Steve, I hate you. watching everything you do, <laughs> I'm living vicarious victory. Oh, so, man, thank you. That's so rad. Uh, love you guys, man. Uh, just trying to, trying to stay in a good spot. Um, 
been living underneath the hood of my car, and really that's kind of my my happy place. And I can uh, relate to that, dude. Mm-hmm. Recently tried to uh, make myself a little bit better and start going to church and see if uh, that might help. But uh, slowly getting better. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll get to see you guys soon. But yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, miss much you guys. Love you. Thank you, Travis Brock, for one of the most amazing renditions of Hallelujah. Oh, heard. that's killer. And, uh, yeah, hopefully see you guys soon. Uh, love you again. Bye. Much love, brother. Yeah, yeah, I can tell something's going on yeah, in your world, and I'm message, sorry to hear man. that. Yeah, and we love you. And, and really, the, the best way to handle whatever you're dealing with might not be going under the hood of your car, but it's to listen to the B-52s. <laughs> <laughs> you need to feel better about things. He's currently working on a Chrysler, so you made a joke without yeah, that knowing. Thing is That's a good point. As a whale. Yeah, it's I nice mean, and yeah. roomy under the hood, so you can get in there and sit, you know? Dude, Travis and I are going back and forth. Speaking of Travis, um, I just posted a picture on my Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Uh, the picture of me and Andy Samberg back when Hot Rod, the movie, came out. Andy and the Lonely Island guys came Saw to that. the station, and we did an interview, and it took a picture. And today we were talking about MySpace and how they lost a bunch of pictures. So I found out how to get back into my old MySpace account, and I was like, oh, my gosh, my pictures are still there. I should grab the ones that I like. God forbid these pictures go missing or whatever. I haven't mm-hmm. been on that account for like four or five years maybe. And I found a picture of me with Andy Samberg, and it's me 80 pounds heavier. And we're both making very weird faces, so it's so unflattering. And I'm like, I got to put this on Instagram. It probably made you feel good, though. You looked oh, yeah. at yourself and went, man, I've really... Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah There's another right. picture. I haven't posted it yet, but I got my show to my Steve. wife. Well done, dude. That's going to make you really happy, it man. It does, dude. Check out this picture. It's from I'm sorry Instagram. if my response made no. you feel really bad. I mean, you could tell, like, there's a lot of weight under that shirt. Yeah, man. Wow, dude. It's nuts. I mean, that was me at 285, and I'm at, uh, yeah, so I'm at 202 right You were at 285? 280, 285-ish, yeah. Man. How tall are you? 6'3". Yeah. Yeah, so that was me at my heaviest. Well, no, I'm thinking about it because my heaviest was 260, and I'm 6'4". Yeah. Ah, Congratulations. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, so. I feel like a dump. Well, if it makes you feel any better. I've lost a bunch of weight and I still feel like a dump. Have you listened to the B-52s lately? It'll yeah, make you feel yeah, better. Yeah. I'm a Dude. Chrysler. Yeah. I'm so, as big as a whale. Come on, bring oh, your bring your popcorn. I'm at Rock Lobster. <laughs> so I post the picture and Travis starts, uh, he's like, uh, Hot Rod is one of the greatest, most quotable movies ever made, period. Straight up, yeah. So then we're going back and forth. I'm like, I like to party. And then he's like, you know, he, he, he he's I quoting other fact, parts. You don't like to party. Yeah. So it's like, he writes, Kevin, I know for a fact that you don't party. And then we just keep going back and forth about some of the silly lines from Hot Rod. I'm like, I feel like there might be a late night Hot Rod viewing party (laughs) when we're in Vancouver. Where after several drinks, we're like, let's watch Hot Hot Rod Rod. again. Like, Rouse is going to hate all of us. (laughs) You might be like, I love that film. (laughs) That'd be so awesome. It's one of my favorite movies. It's such an underrated film, but it's so fun. It's quirky. It's a sweet movie, and Isla Fisher is adorable. But people hated on us when we, because we watched the movie. And then we went on the air talking about how awesome we thought the movie was. And people were like, die. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You people joke, have too much but, time. Yeah. Too much energy to invest in all this hatred. Mm-hmm. Right? You would think so. Oh, Just here we go. take it out on Motley Crue. Yeah. And like a virgin and all that. They don't stuff. care. They're busy counting their piles of money. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're nine lives. Where are you at? Life number seven. Life, we're good. <laughs> Sleep last night. Just having those dreams again. Mm. You know how... It's just me in a castle. I got to fight like a thousand wizards. The only way to beat them Danny is McBride, as hard I as I can yeah. in their faces. And then when I'm done, all their little wizard wives came out, wanted me just to have sex with them, which is kind of weird. Hey, look at this, huh? 
Hey, everybody. Got some awesome news. We have a new crew member today, Denise. Hi, everyone. So I thought it'd be fun if we all went around and said our name and a little something about ourselves. <laughs> oh, this is a great I'll thing. start. My name is Rod, and I like to party. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave, and uh, that's Bill Hader, I isn't it? Yeah, like to party. Uh, no, Dave, I just said that I party, so maybe do something different for me. <laughs> my name is Dave, and I am the stunt man. You know what? Let's move on. Huh? Rico, you're up. Uh, hello, I'm Rico, and I like to party. Yeah, uh, Rico, what did I just say to Dave? Who? Dave. I like to party. I'm Rod. No, you're Kevin. <laughs> right, Kevin. I party. No, no, you don't. Okay, nobody parties but me. Yes, and we party. No. Yeah, just Rod. Yes. And me. No, I'm the only one who parties. I'm pretty sure I've partied before. No, Kevin, I know for a fact you don't party. <laughs> you do not party. You're right. Dave's a party guy. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I forgot uh, the hater uh, acid scene. Oh, is one of the greatest scenes in the movie. You remember that? I've never seen Hot Rod. Ah! Right. Do we know if our Airbnb has a DVD player? I'm sure it does. <laughs> if it doesn't, I bet it has Netflix. Typically, they do. <laughs> It'd be great if it didn't have any of those things. Oh man! But it had a small stage, and people came out and did a play for us, <laughs> and they were like visibly miserable. Like, but like visibly miserable and afraid. You know, like oh. can you guys come out and act out Hot Rod? And they're like, yes. Travis and I will reenact it for you. I, I, I don't is know. That is that too it, weird? Is it on Netflix? It I is can find it. not. Okay. I'll find it. Uh, if you got a star subscription. It's on Put Locker. Yeah, or if it's on, yeah. It's on YouTube internet. for two bucks. So yeah. I'll buy it if I have to. If yeah. We, if we have a smart TV at our, our at our at our Airbnb, it's, we'll definitely do that. Dude, it's our so TV worth it. We will be learning disabled. Yes. I, don't <laughs> I, I think I have it still on D. It's one of the few DVDs I've kept. It it looks like it's on hot, uh, it's on Hulu. Okay, oh, so I'm, I'm you, set. I've got Hulu. Then there All you right. go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. At least it shows it right here on the internet. So let's look at our amenities for our place that we're staying at. In, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> learning, learning disabled TV, <laughs> live oh, play man. actors. Man, I'm gonna go home. And I'm gonna put on Hot Rod. Just watch that again. Right. Oh, so All right. Let's good. see. Our Airbnb. I always love to see what the amenities are. Couch that's not stained. I hope. Oh, geez. Yeah, how many, how, see, that's the one. You don't reason. have like a flashlight with the word "hot rod" written on the side of it, do you? I do not. <laughs> like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to put on hot rod. I, it's going to be awesome. I, I, do I now. think I might now, though. <laughs> Thanks for the idea, Glenn. Yeah, I'm you up, dude. Put some flames on that baby. Yeah. Yep. All right. Show listing. It's a nice little three bedroom, holds seven people, which is perfect. Nice. Uh, she's a super host. Good call. That's nice. It's super clean, too. Um, it looks like a nice place. Yeah, it actually does look really cool. Yeah. See, I'm afraid of Airbnbs because it's I got just, Wi-Fi. Nice. I just imagine that it's uh, a creepy person who has cameras like nanny cams set up everywhere. And even though I'm not going to do anything but sleep there, they're going to record me and then put that on YouTube. And that's like, I would rather just Dude. go to a hotel room. It's like a new Warhol film. It's like 12 right? hours of Rev sleeping. I just don't trust it. Like, it's the, like, there's no reason why they would ever do this sort of thing, but I know they're going to. Dude, I've got cameras in your house now. Man, now I got to do an electromagnetic sweep. I've got to sage the house again. <laughs> yeah, you do have to sage the house right away, dude. Well, yeah. It's best. One thing I'm happy about, it's got a washer and dryer. 
That is super oh, easy. Great. Especially when you get all sweaty playing shows. I only have two pairs of black jeans. So I not to invest in a third. <laughs> Just that one set of drills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now I'm good. I can still look like myself. Nice. With clean pants clean by pants. Saturday. <laughs> it's very important. Love it. Uh, Migs, when you're wrestling again, you in Tacoma soon? Uh, not wrestling, but I'm, well, maybe I will. You never know what's oh. going to happen on Sunday when the local celebrity shows up to Everett. Uh, this Sunday at the Normanna Lodge. It starts at 4 o'clock. If you what? have kids under 10, they get in free. Just look up uh, without a cause on Facebook. You get all that information. It's going to be a really good show. Lots of great wrestlers are going to be there, and I'm looking forward to that. As far as Tacoma, rumor has it something might be happening uh, come July. Ooh. So once, in fact, I'm going to be meeting with some of the people uh, today. I think, and uh, some really cool, exciting stuff. If it if it happens, uh, of course, we'll be the first to let you know on the Migs cast. But uh, just block out all of July. Oh, this June, June and July. The, the J months belong to us. Yes, kids. Just, yes. Yeah. All of June for Bruiser Brody. <laughs> That's all of up. July. For uh, me wrestling. Double J, come and play. Make Ooh, no plans. Nice. Speaking of Double J, uh, the, what is going to happen is it's a, 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 gr- um, a, a wrestling promotion that involves music as well, and I believe Antihero is going to be a part of it. Nice. Really? I love that band. Yeah, they're cool. like, hey, they're like, do you have a band from yeah. Tacoma that you think would be good to be a part of this event? And I'm like, well, Antihero are a Tacoma band. And they rip. And oh, they're amazing. Yeah, perfect for wrestling. Yeah, and this guy's are a yes. sledgehammer. I love that. And band. Double yeah. J's a big wrestling fan, so he's got to wear his Rick, Flo- Rick Flair robe while playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he knows that, but he listens to the mix cast. So now he's got now, to. Now he, he might, though. He, he'd be like, I'm down. I'll I'm do that. Sh- I'm sure he wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah. I can't see him saying no to that. Uh, we got another email. We'll do one more, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, I have to go to the dentist. Oh, congratulations. That's going to be fun. Is it just going to be like a little cleaning, a yeah. little scraping? A little Steve scraping Martin? Clean. Yeah, a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sing to you. It's a little. See, I love it. He, little, like, yeah, a little shot of horse. horse. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Oh. I, I mean, I can't say. Hey, like, you it's didn't not, see Hot Rod. I don't. Be it's not like, but it's not, like, it's not like Hot Rod. I'm not saying you, you need to go see it. For but it's a, good, it's a good movie. Was that with Venus Flytrap? Yes. And Rick Moranis? Yes. I've seen it, and it's awesome. All right, great. I forgot, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, Steve Martin. Sometimes my sub-references don't really land. Oh, you and I are in the same way. I love that right you there. get yeah. me. I love that you get me, man. <laughs> so Teej from Wisconsin says, I have a buddy Ooh. in Seattle who's getting married at the end of July. Well, we told him to block out all of July. You yeah. can't skip that one, bro. Shoot. Well, luckily, though, the wrestling event's probably going to happen in the first week of July, so don't worry <laughs> about it. As his best man, do you, I have to plan his bachelor party. But as a native Wisconsinite, I have no idea what to do. You guys have similar tastes as us. Do you have any suggestions from Teej from Wisconsin? Yes. Bring him a cheese wheel. Two words. <laughs> <laughs> cheese wheel. <laughs> yeah, you want him as constipated as possible so he's in knifing pain. You know, knifing pain standing up there trying to get through his, his uh, I keep saying bowels, but uh, v- uh, vowel, vowel. Vowels? Vowels. I love you. <laughs> Give him a cheese wheel is what we're saying. Give him a cheese wheel. <laughs> That's going to be the episode name. <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> I mean, those are the two words that are probably more ideal, cheese wheel. But I was yeah. thinking Acropolis, Portland. Oh, yeah. Acropolis, Portland? Is that yeah. where you get like steaks and, and nudity? Yes. Yeah. Steaks and $10 nudity. Steaks. But he said he was coming to Seattle. Now you're asking him to drive three hours yeah. south. You don't have to drive. Got to do. You can take the Amtrak and go down, get yourself an Uber, go right get, to the place. Get it's drunk great on the train. Get drunk yes. on the train. And then party all night, get an Airbnb in Portland. Oh, we'll make a sequel and say that instead of snakes on a train, it'll be like bats on a bus. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> what do we do on a train? Cheese wheels on a train. <laughs> I'm tired of these MF and cheese wheels on this MF sorry, and train. Sorry, I'm stuck on the cheese wheels now. <laughs> 
Or Wisconsin snakes on an, snakes If the train an has cheese wheels, it'll derail. It'll be like from The Fugitive. <laughs> Speaking of off the rails, I love this podcast. I say cheese wheels and I just ruin everything. Fault, I always love it when I can render Steve completely speechless. I love this podcast. I swear to God. Just when I think I'm having a bad day, you come on this podcast and your day gets better instantly. Right. Yeah, I would go to Portland. Go, mm-hmm. I mean, ten dollars for a filet mignon at the Ooh, Acropolis. Okay, that's hard to beat, and, I, and it's good. And I love my city, and I'm proud there. of it. But Steve's yeah. making a solid point. If you want to get him, I mean, boobies and dead cow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, boobies. Seattle. Yeah, find a good a good <laughs> rock show song. to go to. <laughs> Wiggle it. I'm cut off what I want to write. <laughs> but I mean, you can have a great dinner, mm-hmm. and then great visuals mm-hmm. for ten bucks. Yep. I mean, that's better than and the no taxes. And I love the Met. And your wife will respect your choices. Yes. You're doing it <laughs> to help girls get through college. That's just right. Gonna, Support say... single mothers. That's right. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. So again, Friday at the Parliament. <laughs> yeah, Friday at Parliament in West Seattle. Uh, uh, come out, man. I go on at 9. Um, and I'm going to play a bunch of stuff off the record with Lance. Um, we're going to see if we can pull that off. And it, it, it'll hopefully be really cool. If nothing else, it'll be great to see you guys. And uh, there's, you know, uh, Double Cross Committee and uh, Garrett Whitney playing. It's going to be a cool night. Come to Parliament, West Seattle. And then on Sunday, come join your local celebrity. Your Twitter Sunday, verified Steve Sunday, Miggs. Sunday. At the Normana Lodge in Everett. It's like a block off from where the uh, the uh, Angel of the Winds uh, arena is. So come hang out. See nice. some great local wrestling. There's going to be some real good Darby Allens there. Priscilla Kelly, oh, the woman nice. who used her tampon in that one thing. Oh, yeah. She's going to oh. be there. So that's going to be worth the price. Joey Ryan, the dong master himself. <laughs> He's going to be Bring your kids. Yeah. It's family friendly. <laughs> Better not bring your kids. And don't forget to buy a Miggs t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. That's slash right. I'm Steve Miggs. Even uh, the Miggs Stinks one. Yes, even the Miggs Stinks one. I believe there's over 20 sold so far. Ooh, so this is very exciting. Nice. Uh, until ne- uh, next week, we're off. Are we off next week? We're on vacation for two days. So, sorry, kids. We'll be back on Wednesday. <laughs> I feel like we're off all the time. And, hey, get used to it. April's even worse. <laughs> but it's, stay positive. <laughs> yeah, stay positive. <laughs> Listen to an old episode. Listen to a drunk version of an yeah. old episode. Maybe you'll get an ad for a fashion show. Yeah, and maybe listen. Yeah, you know what? Listen to the reality Kelly. Hi, I'm Glenn Cannon, and I cut holes in trash bags and wear them in the rain. So, today, <laughs> we're going to sell you some wheels of cheese, cheese on a train, with train with cheese wheels wrecked, one-armed man. <laughs> I got to go to a wedding for uh, this weekend for someone at my church. Oh, bro, real quick. Oh, no, wedding. here we go. <laughs> we late. Huh? The wedding was late. What? It's supposed to start, like, let's just say it's supposed to start at 5. Yeah. It didn't start till like, 6.30. Apparently, they weren't done putting on the hair and the makeup and all that stuff. Or is that what they told you? Oh. Was, was there a 12-gauge involved? Do we have to go find someone? Well, they're married now. <laughs> Stay positive, everybody. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Oh. What? I forgot to give some love to Chris. He's got a podcast about local music. Hi, Chris. Yeah, what's up? To, at the end of the show. Yeah, I know. People probably already skipped it, to the ending I'm going to be on it. Yeah, that's the that's verified, just like your Twitter account. It's like that blue check mark I <laughs> that's got. Right, bro. That's Hi, right. Chris. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hey, guys. Well, good talk. Oh, yeah, thanks. Have a good you're the best. <laughs> this week in Seattle podcast. This week in Seattle podcast is this available. This week in Seattle rock.
podcast. This week okay. Seattle Rock Podcast. When's it's the good. premiere episode? Do you know? Uh, we're shooting for the end of the month. Right so on, man. Hopefully. It's a new venture, so hopefully we can get it rolling. And people can find you on Facebook and join the group and be a part of it that way. I know you've got some really cool things and great ideas involved with it. And also, you're just going to shine a light on the local music scene, which is very appreciated. That's that's the goal. Nice. Get these guys played. Get them hear, heard uh, on things that you just can't normally hear on terrestrial radio. Nice. Typically. Look at you using that fancy word, terrestrial radio. <laughs> said uh, it I'm a job. podcaster. E.T., <laughs> <laughs> the extraterrestrial. <laughs> Oh see how God. I did? See what I did there? <laughs> Until you get a tattoo on yeah. parts that get touched. Like when I got my sleeves done, I never realized how many people will grab you by the arm. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, let's get out of here. Stay positive for the final time. Oh, wait. I'm just kidding. <laughs>